So my friends, let's talk about the soul. Above all things, we want to make our own decisions. We do not want tyrants or lords to rule over us. But we forget there are tyrants who live within us who lord over us. And we call these inner tyrants our passions. Lust, envy, pride, jealousy, rage. These forces hold incredible power over our minds because they control us from within. And mankind has always searched for a way to master these passions so we could finally become free. And so every generation produces a batch of people who study this mess inside of us. And we call this mess our soul. And we call those students those who study the logic of the soul. And our boy, Carl Jung, was one of the soul logicians of his era. But he was having a problem. He was a dork, and his friends were dorks. They were all soy boy Reddit psychologists. And they wanted to study the soul without getting their hands dirty. They wanted to stand holding a clipboard, observing people who had been consumed by their passions from far away. And hanging out with them had made Young successful, but left him neurotic, stiff, and stuck in his head. And Young did not like this. Young wanted to break free and get his hands dirty and discover the soul for himself. He should have been careful what he wished for. His soul caught wind of this desire and decided to oblige him. She unchained all the deep forces that live within us all. And they began erupting into Jung's life. He began hearing whispers in his own head. He started having strange moods and eerie dreams. He began seeing things. It was as if he was haunted. And he did not know what was going on. He hoped that he was just stressed because he didn't have the bravery to break free from the psychologist around him and go his own way. So he took action. He set up a lecture tour in Northern Europe and decided to leave all of these psychologists behind. But this didn't work. On his adventure, things got worse. The moods got darker and the voices and the visions began to morph into a character he later called the Deep Spirit. And he had a very shocking revelation. Everything you see. Deep Spirit stood over Young and told him, You will rot in the gutter beside the rats, and the gutter will be your grave. 
You will charge for glory only to, to be, be mocked, mocked, like how the Romans mocked the sacred one. Men of the past sacrificed their lives for the success of their people. Men of the past sacrificed their lust to join monasteries to forge a higher culture. For far too long, your age has enjoyed the fruits of the sacrifices of the past. For too long, your age has lauded itself as the creator of all knowledge. Your eyes turn away from sacrifice. But sacrifice, the foundation stone of everything that is to come. You will not understand what is about to happen, but you will be forced to accept it. He gave Young a chalice. Drink. Some things cannot be explained before they are tasted. Young took the chalice and drank. His throat burned. The world around him swirled. And he gasped, and gasped, and gasped, and gasped. But then a woman appeared in the darkness. And Young stared, confused, until it dawned on him that he was looking at his soul. So he fell to his knees and he said, My soul, my soul, where are you? Do you hear me? I call you. Are you there? I have returned. And I am here again. I have shaken the dust of all the lands from my feet. And I have come to you. I am with you. Should I tell you everything that I have seen, experienced, and drunk in? Or do you not want to hear about all the noise of life and the world? I wandered lost through many paths, but in you I found the way. Life has led me back to you. And let us thank the life I have lived for all the happy and all the sad hours, for every joy, for every sadness. My soul, I will wander with you and ascend into my solitude. So you should be asking yourself, what the hell is going on here? This red book, this is too crazy. Seeing all these visions, all these figures talking to Young, this never happens to me. I don't have schizophrenic hallucinations. I don't see why this is relevant. This is just a madman writing. And that's fair enough. It is a little bit out there. But you could think of Young as like an extreme athlete who goes to the very limits of the human experience of exercise. And even though he goes to the very limits, that doesn't mean that you have to go there. But... Since he goes to the very limits, he can teach us an awful lot about how we should train as normies, as normal people in the real world. His experience at the outline can inform us who sit in the center. And what Jung does is he goes on an extreme quest to break away from the myths of his age. He goes in a rebellion against his culture so that he can forge an authentic relationship with who he is. Now, that sounds like an awful lot of wankery, so what I'll do is I'll break this down simply for you. First things first, what is your soul? Your soul is the place where you experience all your emotions and your thoughts and your dreams. And this place exists inside of you somewhere. 
It's like the room your mind's eye sits within. Now, the problem with having a soul is that our souls are very, very confusing. There's a lot going on inside of them. But despite the fact that they are confusing, they are the most important things for us. Because out of our souls comes our feelings and our emotions. And above all, we want to satisfy our souls so that our souls fill us full of good feelings. I could make you king of the world. I could don you in gold, give you every sexual pleasure that you wish, all the food you could ever want for, all the entertainment possible. But if there was something wrong within your soul, if you were depressed, if there was negative emotions pouring out of the wellspring of your deep passions, all of this glory, gold, wealth, success would turn into ash within your mouth and it would be meaningless and it would not fill you and you would remain empty. So this makes it clear, our primary task in life is to satisfy our souls, or we will be discontent, or we will be unhappy. But our problem is that our souls are fucking crazy. There's many things going on within our souls that we need to make sense of. We need to understand why we have this chattering voice within our heads, and can we trust it? We need to figure out why do we have visions and dreams and fantasies during the day. We need to alleviate our urges and our passions and figure out that we bend to their will. We have to make sense of the sensations coming in through our nervous system that give us contact with the world. We have to understand our emotions that swell up our hearts and make us care about things. The task we have for life is we have to dive into our souls and make sense of all of these individual institutions and pull them all together in an order so that we can live a well oriented life. That's a mighty task, is it not? So let us be real here. This job is too hard. You are a dummy. You as an individual cannot figure out your own soul. You don't know what you want. Nobody fucking knows what they want. Nobody really knows how to make sense of how they feel. So what we do is we turn to our society and we ask them, why do I feel what I feel? Or what does it mean that I feel what I feel? A little example is when you hit puberty, you start feeling strange new feelings for the opposite sex. No longer are women these demons covered in cooties, but they're now uh, very interesting beings that you want to get closer to. And of course, you might ask mom or dad or your teacher or your friends or something, why am I feeling what I'm feeling? And they'll give you a story. They'll explain to you that it's perfectly normal. They'll explain to you how the birds and the bees work. And this will give you a narrative. This will give you an explanation for the passion that is erupting out of your soul. And this will help you decide what you should do with this passion. For example, if you grow up in a strict religious household, maybe they would tell you to suppress that passion. To hold it in because it's not prudent or wise to just splurge your boyo juice all around the room when you're a kid. And so you might develop a more constrained attitude towards your sexual lust. And this will have a huge influence on the decisions you make in your life. Contrast that with growing up in a modern liberal household and you might be told to embrace that sexual lust. You may be told that that sexual lust is the best path for you to find meaning or happiness or joy. It's a really important part of your human experience. And so you might indulge in it. And these decisions could be very serious decisions, depending how they go. The point being is that you are intimately tied to your culture because your culture does this with the thousand flickers that come out of your soul throughout your life. Your culture has a story for everything. And this is why this is a big idea, because every story leads to a decision. And so all your feelings 
are given stories which lead to decisions and who you are turns out to be entirely shaped by your culture. You barely have a choice in the matter at all. Your understanding of what it means to desire, your ambitions, even the way you satisfy the feeling of hunger is dictated by your culture's cuisine. But here's the kicker, my friends. What if your culture gets something wrong? Have you thought about that? Nowadays in the West, if you feel negative feelings, if you feel down, if you feel unhappy, you will go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and they will give you a story about what you're feeling. They will explain to you that you might be depressed. And the decision that they will suggest to you is that you start taking pills, antidepressants, some type of chemical. And this chemical will make the pain bearable. So, on the surface, they have solved the problem that was deep down inside of your soul. They've pulled out that thorn of depression that was in your heart. But it does not come without consequence, because then it leaves your soul numb altogether. And you're no longer living a real life. You're living a life with a condom on. You're not experiencing anything fully anymore. You're perpetually numb. And you know as well as anybody else that everybody says this is a mistake. Everybody is really mad at this. They're like fucking Western Pharma fucking us all up turning us into depressed soy boys with their pills. But the problem we have is a problem of destiny, because whatever culture we are born into will tell its stories to us about how we feel, and this will lead to results. It will lead to us becoming a product of our culture. We will get the thousand different educated stories about how we should understand ourselves, and then we will become what those stories suggest we should become. And here's the bottom line. If our culture forms us into something that we do not respect, we do not like, our souls will not be satisfied with who we are and we will end up hating ourselves. And this is precisely what happened to Jung. At the time of Jung's birth, Western culture was celebrating the power of rational, clear-headed science. And so it rewarded this part of our souls. It pedestalized the chattering, overthinking, rationalizing brain. And so Jung, growing up in that culture, was highly encouraged to favor this part of himself. He became a science dork. Now, this is a big problem because naturally he was very visual. He had a very strong imagination. These other institutions within his soul, his gut feelings, his intuitions, his dreams, were all pushed aside as silly nonsense, stuff that he should not pay attention to. And of course, these parts of his soul did not go away, they just got suppressed. They morphed and formed into something horrible, something deep, something ancient. Until eventually this part of himself exploded back into his life, presenting herself as his soul and saying, you need to get back in touch with all this stuff. Your silly, dorky Western culture, your Richard Dawkins tier Western culture has turned you into a neurotic nerd. And we need to get you to use your imagination a bit more, Carl. We need you to break out of the mold. Stop trying to impress all these fecking psychoanalysts and start trying to, you know, do something for yourself for once. Make your own decisions for once. Connect with your own fucking heart for once. Grow a pair of balls, Carl. And this is really important because this is the big story about what all geniuses, all rebels, all mavericks do. They go to war with their age. And in order for them to be able to do that, they have to find something that they can stand on that is firm. Because if you've grown up your whole life and you've been given these cultural myths and they're wrong, and all the people around you have been feeding off these cultural myths and they're wrong as well, you are going to have to find something very vibrant and very strong for you to be able to create new stories about what your soul is. You should be able to come up with 
stuff that is even more compelling than the sterile bullshit that is floating around you. And that is hard. You're going to need to dive within and form a true, intimate connection with yourself in order to do this. You're going to need to go down and look at all these things inside of you. Look at all these things inside of your souls, your passions, your thoughts, all of these emotions. And you're going to have to figure out for yourself what exactly they want. That's your great challenge. But that old problem comes back. If you want to go your own way and reconnect with your heart and your soul and go in rebellion against your age to discover what your heart and your soul really wants, there's a great chance that you're going to fuck it up. You see, if you're going to do this job, you better fucking do it well. You better take it seriously. Because to find your own soul will mean that you, as you are, being crafted by this false culture, will have to be destroyed. You will have to experience your skin getting peeled off and you being reconstituted from the ground up, like the shaman who is dissolved in the acid of eternal fire and reborn as something new. And this is what happened to Jung. He went psychotic, he went schizophrenic, his entire world around him came crumbling down and a war kicked off. All his family connections, relationships and career connections were ripped apart and he slept with a gun underneath his pillow so he could blow his brains out at any moment if the trips and dreams got too intense. So please be real with yourself. You travelling to India to post motivational quotes on Instagram is not exactly surrendering to the Dionysian impulse of the eternal life force. But in fairness, it is hard to get this right. The game is not stacked in your favour. From the moment you come screaming out of your mother's womb, you are tortured by the passions erupting out of your soul, and you don't know what they want. So, you default to the stories that your culture and your parents and your society tells you about your soul. And these stories can often be wrong, or shallow, or superficial. And so if you want to form an authentic relationship with yourself, you must dive into your own heart and connect with your soul authentically. And if you do this, you will discover what everybody is looking for. You will find fire and energy and passion within yourself that adds meaning to your life. If you learn what life wants, you will learn what you are, because life is what animates the passions in your soul. So how do we turn this into something practical? How do we make this relevant to you? Well, you live during the decline of the West. And so what this dying Western culture does to you is it gives you stories about your soul that leads you to make decisions all throughout your life that morphs you into a bug man. This is our terrifying destiny, and we're all in this together. If you're boisterous and assertive like a young boy should be, you'll be stuffed full of Adderall in school. Also, your soul goes away. If all the chemicals and water in your food start fucking up your endocrine receptors, and you start having confusing feelings about what you are, you'll be told that you are trapped in the wrong body, that life has made a mistake through you, and you could take hormone therapy to correct the blunder that life made, or even more, you could mutilate yourself by going under extreme surgeries to reorganize your body. If you are a man, you'll be filled with pulses of testosterone from your soul that are pushing you to be assertive, aggressive, to take risks, to stand up for yourself. But the West will tell you that that is evil. The West will tell you that the source of all terror, all tyranny, all pain and all suffering comes from those very feelings inside your soul. They will tell you that the men of the past released those feelings out of themselves and caused the nightmare that we call history. 
The West will educate you from the ground up to deny your own soul and your own impulses. And when you deny the life force inside of you, the animating power of your own soul, these impulses that life has given you to make you an effective man in the world, you will become a wimp. You will not be able to stand up for yourself. You will not be able to be ambitious. You will not want to create or craft. You will not want to lead and take control. And deep down you will hate yourself for it. And you will be at war with yourself. If you are born with a creative mind like me, you will go through the education system and have that mind beaten out of you. It will be ostracized. It will be pushed into the corner. And you will be forced to become a rationalist dork. An overthinker with no imagination. Your visions will be strangled out of you. You'll become stuck in your head and wander the earth a husk, a shadow of something that you could have been. Incapable of dreaming, stuck in your head overthinking, needing pharmaceuticals in order to put away the pain. Why is this? Why does your culture do this to you? The West does not trust life. The West is anti-life. The West is nihilistic. It denies every expression of life. And this is why you see these people who want to save the West doing it the incorrect way. They think that reading more books will save the West. They think running off into the abstractions of moral crusades will save the West. In fact, the true black pill is that it might not even be possible to stop this. And this is the true frightening prophecy of the German incels, Nietzsche, Spengler, Jung... This is what they were so worried about. The West has lost its soul. And they were worried that it could not be saved. But here's the kicker. That does not mean that you cannot be saved. Yes, you are a product of this West. But this is what I've been saying this whole section. You can rebel against your age. You can go to war against your culture. And you can reconnect with that animating spirit within you. And this allows you to take your destiny in your hands and blaze your own path forward. This is precisely what happened to Jung. Jung's first visions involved a character called the Zeitgeist. This was the spirit of the times. This is the representation of his age. And his anima, his soul, burst up and tried to force him to abandon that and dive down into his depths to re-establish a connection with something deeper and truer, the voice of life. Now, the way that Jung experienced it is a little bit schizo, it's a little bit crazy. But when you rebel against your age by connecting with your instincts, with your gut feeling, you're doing just the same as he did. He he did it slightly more creatively. But you don't have to think that it has to be glamorous. You standing up and saying the truth in the face of the mass delusions that you see around you is that great rebellion against the zeitgeist that matters so much for keeping the congruency of your soul. Now the seriousness of our situation is that when Western culture has got to this point where it's so nihilistic, it's so lifeless, it's so actively against life, that in order for you to even survive your age, you're going to have to go in active rebellion against it. And the people that you will need to find will be these people who are in active rebellion against the age. And you'll see them popping up everywhere. These will be people who choose the truth over the delusions. These will be the people who choose life, who choose vitality. You'll be able to see this quite clearly. And this is the big, fat, juicy white pill 
is that those people will be the ones capable of seizing the future. Those people will be the ones who create the institutions of the future, who create the civilizations of the future. Those will be the people who win in this life. While Western culture goes to snowball and avalanche on top of most people and destroy them, it will be pitiful. It will be hard to watch. It will break your heart a little bit. But ultimately, you must go beyond that. And you must strive to become the next paradigm, the next era, the next age, and set the agenda in history yourself. But it starts with you finding that passion and power in yourself. You need to reclaim your creative potential from the West before you can overcome the West. And if you can find this in yourself, you might have an incredible destiny awaiting you. As Rome got old and began declining and lost faith in itself, the young and vibrant Goths Irrelevant, on the fringes of the northern part of the empire, rose up with power and with energy and took over the carcass of Rome and ended up becoming the kings who ruled Europe for 2,000 years. And who knows, Boyo, maybe your soul holds within it the potential to reach such dizzying heights. But you will never know if you do not unleash it. So I hope you enjoyed the pristine, professional, visual and aesthetic video up to this point because this section is going to be a bit more punk rock, a bit more down to earth. I'm after banging up my arm. I've been moaning about it an awful lot, but I broke my arm so I can't use the fancy camera. I can only use my webcam. You're just going to have to deal with it, you know. I'll, I'll come at you with the raw power of storytelling, but I'll have a little bit of an orange skin and a little bit of kind of like glitchy background. So I hope I hope that is enough to uh, satisfy your urges. I'll stimulate your nervous system. Nonetheless, do not worry. So I'm here to talk to you about many of the things I've been doing behind the scenes, the Boyo program, all these type of things, what I've been up to, what I've been thinking about. Because this video is about talking about Western culture and the problem inherent within Western culture where it, it creates nihilists, it creates dead people, it creates people without souls. And what I mean by this, and I'm, I'm very serious about this as an actual experienced reality, but I don't want to be some type of blackpilling dork that makes you think that, alright, well, there's no hope, it's all shite, I'm going to sit around and complain all day on the internet. I, I'm not like that at all. I want to actually point towards solutions, um, assertive options, as I keep on describing. So, for example, I grew up in the West, and I went through the education system, and it turned me into something neurotic. And the myths inherent in the West right now, and the habits inherent in the West right now, are dangerous and ugly and damaging. The culture creates golems, creates little soy boys, creates little entities that are decrepit and horrible. They fill you full of seed oils. They fill you... Like, every single friend I know had an autoimmune disease when we were younger. I had eczema on one of my legs, and it, like, used to chew up and come up in these, like, horrible bursts of... Uh, um, of, of, of like welts on my skin and stuff like this. I had friends who had their kidneys failed, other friends who have like problems with sinuses. And I always speak to people and they always had something. And it always seems to come back to like when I asked them how did they eat when they were younger, what were their diets like? They used to eat like crap diets. The only people I know who didn't really have this stuff were old farmers I used to know from back in Ireland. And all they did was like eat the you know food from the land and stuff like this. And Western culture right now is in a place where it's poisoning people. And, and alongside that then it's poisoning people's minds. As, as I'm trying to describe in this, the soul of the West is dead and it leads to us, our little 
the little cells within the West coming out of it as as, as in pain, as, as damaged, as decrepit. And, you know, you go into the education system and it gets you, leaves you stuck in your noggin. You're stuck in your head. You go in, you have books shoved into your head and you don't have a single skill taught to yourself throughout your whole life. And the culture just leads to abortions showing up everywhere. We are abortions. The, the you know, people complain, men and women complain about each other, but both of them are botched. Both of the genders are fucked up. Like, none of them are in good shape, all these type of things. And the great answer to all of this stuff is how do we overcome ourselves? How do we overcome our culture and establish something new? Now, I look at my own story because I don't want to be LARPing too much, being a bit too pretentious here saying I know the path and all this. But I, I look at my own story and I see what happened with me is that I was in college and I hated what was happening. I was getting, I was literally having Karl Marx shoved into my head and I felt not good enough when I was in college. I wanted to be competent and skilled, but I felt like no one was training me and turning me into something competent and skilled. Instead, they were trying to fill my head full of jargon and ideology. And deep down instinctively, I didn't like that. God damn it, I was blessed by some type of will to power that did not want that, that instinctively I wanted competence. Competence. I wanted creative power as opposed to being filled full of noggonism and crap. So what I did is I dropped out and I went on my own path to develop my own set of skills. And I went basically on a path of self-learning and self-study. And I went searching, searching for something, searching for some type of escape from this inanimate world and in order to become something else. Now, an awful lot of people I know that stayed in the education system and stayed in the, the you know, the, uh, the Mordor of Western culture ended up like orcs. They ended up coming out and they were like loads of vegans anarchists i even got pulled into that stuff they came up and they're decrepit golem like heads full of all this nonsense and ideology that you go see going on and over the years i just started to pull away from that i became more and more skilled i ran out and i tried to find mentors to train me and teach me and all this type of stuff and i became more and more skilled more and more capable more and more separate healthier stronger bigger better faster a bigger better boyo i built the boyo back build back better to boyo that's what was going on now, in my mind, when I say to myself, well, what type of things would I like to build? What would I like to put together? A huge part of it is thinking about culture, like a community, a crew, a vision for the future that I think would be awesome would be to have, you know, maybe a hundred thousand of us around the world. But maybe we won't go with that for the, for the beginning, a couple of thousand at the very least that get what I'm talking about here. People who are focused on these cultural aspects and cultural tools, thinking about, right, how can I become healthy? How can I become capable? How can I become strong? Now, the reason why I am always banging on about education and skill training and stuff like this and courses and programs and all this is because I've learned an awful lot of stuff that is good training that I think can help people because I've done thousands of one-on-one -on -one calls at this point, or I've done a thousand, I don't think I've done thousands, but I've done definitely done a thousand. And I've done these, these calls where I'm chatting to people, I'm talking to people, I'm on the phone with people, and I consistently see these botched abortions from Western culture. And like, I was one as well, we were, we're all sort of there. But what I see within them is lack of skill skill. There's all this emotionalism where people think that there's some type of problem with psychology to have to do. They have to read a thousand books to solve their problems. And the reality is, is that they, they lack skills. They're not competent at anything. They're not good at stuff. They're like, I don't feel good enough. I'm unhappy. I'm not good enough. I felt that too. But the answer to that is to become good enough at something. Become a student of something. Now, my great thing is I say, learn to master your words. In fact, if you really want to do sort of an internal psychological exploration, you can use your words or learn to use your words by doing that. That is, This is, of course, the, the big program that I would say I am offering you if you wanted to do that. But the point being is that you're going into this stuff with an attitude that you're trying to gain a skill because this is what will empower you and turn you into a useful nexus of force. And then you can join a community. Imagine if we got a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, ten thousand 
people like this together, working together, network together, acting as an operate operational unit. This would be an incredible new culture that we, we could create. It'd be a new movement, a new energy, a new direction for 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 the world, for for us at the very least. We would all join up together, use the power of the internet to unite together, and start to actually have influence in the world and start making things, start creating things. Say we build businesses. Say we build communities. Say we build and um, we start making films. We start making rock music. We start making all these type of things. Now we'll talk about this stuff later because you could think of us as like the animated ones, the ones that lifted out of the, the falling nature of Western culture and went and improved themselves and developed themselves and became something capable, competent and useful, became something capable of transforming our situation and changing who we are. Now, the challenge I offer to a lot of users is that most of you are not worthy yet. I'm barely worthy. I'm working on myself all the time as well. But a lot, an awful lot of guys, I do these calls, an awful lot of guys just don't have the will. They don't even want to change themselves. They're sort of expecting for someone to come in and lift them out of their situation. When I like, I, I see other people who I speak to who are fighting tooth and nail to make themselves better, to transform themselves, to become bigger, to become better, to become something that's worthy of escaping the horror of Western culture. They do not want to be a golem. Whereas most people are golems and they're comfortable with being a golem. They like complaining about it because that's the energy they attract to but they don't like building themselves into something else so what i've been up to in the back end has been building things that i can put together and put out there that could offer community but also skills also training like i call it maybe a university you can call it a program whatever you want to call it but i don't want to get too caught up with the labels as they say sound like such a dork a pretentious dork when i say that but i don't want to get caught up in that stuff too much because the point being is that we're looking to create an ethos and a culture where you must develop you must come in and you must say to yourself how do i overcome myself how do i transform myself how do i become better bigger faster stronger how to become smarter how do i learn the key skills and obviously we want to put in the procedures and the frameworks for you to learn these key skills and then go in with that ethos and that culture and watch people overcome themselves transform into something useful and actually change their lives become decisive people in this new world become people who are overcoming the problems of western culture and becoming animated so that is what i've been building i've got that ready now if you want to go down there'll be a link below where you can check out the video i have where i talk about it there's case studies from people who've done this already come through it and all this type of stuff this is the boyo program that i've been talking about but this is now going to be a little bit more general access so if you're interested in that pop down there'll be a link down there below now if you wanted to work with me one-on-one -on -one, which i know a lot of people do i am now closing that in a general sense and leaving it only for specific people people who'll be running teams people interested in leadership positions people People are interested in, for example, working working an awful lot more intimate with, intimately with me. So again, there is a link down below that will be talking about that. I'll have a video on over on the Uberboyo website that will talk about this type of stuff. And if you're interested in working one-on-one -on -one with me, again, this will be for a very niche type of person. Go down and check that out. And that will be in there as well. If it sounds like you, if it sounds like you're in that position, you're running something, you've got some type of operation under your feet and you need someone's help in order to manage all the decisions and all the pressure of that stuff, then go and check that out. But generally speaking, I would recommend everybody check out the boyo program think about what i'm talking about in terms of building a community i want to kind of keep using the loop about what i'm up to here because I'd, I'd really like to build something i don't like running off and doing it behind the scenes anymore i was doing that for a while trying to understand what was going on but now i'd like to build something for us that we can put out there i want to put my structures and my procedures and all that stuff there because that's important I believe that I need to put pressure on people to get better because I know from speaking to an awful lot of people, people have a problem with low standards. But at the same time, I also want to, if we can get enough people who want to overcome themselves and want to raise their standards, we'll have a very powerful community that will be a great asset for all of us. So check all that stuff out. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you for bearing with me with the orange skin mode and I'll talk to you later.